Welcome, friend, to another episode of Joyful Recovery in Christ, a podcast dedicated to Christians in recovery. While we use the traditional 12 steps as a guide, we clearly define Jesus Christ as our higher power, in fact, the highest power, and we base our recovery on a vibrant faith in Jesus. I'm your host, Pastor Jim. Last week, we continued looking at the second step, which states, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. As we pointed out last time, this step tacitly assumes that a power greater than ourselves actually exists. And we discussed some of the logical arguments that serve as proof of God's existence. Today, let's investigate what the Bible says about the divinity of Christ. The first verse to consider is the first verse of the first chapter of the Gospel of John. It reads as follows. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. At first glance, this verse seems strange. Who or what is the word exactly? The Greek word that is translated thus is logos. And to make a long story short, that Greek word logos refers to Christ. We can be sure of that because John chapter 1 verse 14 reads, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. In Bethlehem, the Christ, the second person of the Trinity, took on human flesh in the form of the babe in the manger. He was named Jesus which means the Lord saves. The identity of this idea of the word, then, is Jesus of Nazareth. John chapter 1 verse 1 reveals that in the beginning, that is, the beginning of the universe, Jesus was with God, and Jesus was and is God. But what is especially unique about Jesus is that he is both truly human and truly divine at the same time. Jesus grew in the same way we all did. He thirsted, experienced hunger, and got tired, just like any human being does. But Jesus was also aware of his divinity. And he said this to his close friends just before he was killed. No one comes to the Father except through me. In other words, the only way to really have faith in God, the only way to have a relationship with the creator of the universe, is through faith in Jesus God's Son. 
And friend, that is one unpopular position to take in today's pluralistic world. But was Jesus the only one in his day to believe this? Not at all. One of Jesus' closest companions was the Apostle Peter. Listen to what Peter said about Jesus. Quote, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. This, friend, is the reason Jesus is the highest power. God makes that claim about his son. Jesus makes that claim about himself. And Jesus' closest associates made that claim about him too. But as people in recovery, how can we possibly know that those claims are in fact true? After all, we're, we're basing each day of sobriety on our faith in Jesus. Is there any tangible evidence for the claims made by Jesus and his followers? Well, fortunately, there is tangible evidence. In fact, the evidence is overwhelming. First, let's consider the miracles of Jesus, many of which are recorded in the pages of the Bible. There are, in fact, some 38 miracles recorded in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Miracles like these. Jesus turned water into high-quality wine for a wedding celebration. Jesus fed some 12,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fishes. Our Lord gave sight to the blind and he made the lame walk. But the one event in the life and ministry of Jesus that is absolutely and totally unique is this. Jesus predicted several times that after he was killed, he would rise from death on the third day. And friend, that's exactly what he did. He was seen in his resurrection body by over 500 eyewitnesses and spent 40 days teaching. The truth of this event has been denied by enemies of Christ for some 20 centuries. But this claim has never been proven to be false. In this second step, we're making a huge commitment. We're choosing to place our faith in a power greater than ourselves. And we're trusting that that power will make a profound change in us. That is, that that power will restore us to sanity. But as we've seen in the verses today, there's only one reliable, trustworthy, and proven power to whom we can turn. And his name is Jesus. Those who look to him receive his promise. Jesus said, quote, I will never leave you or forsake you.
End of quote. Even when you sin intentionally, Jesus says to you, I will never leave you or forsake you. Even when you repeat the same sin multiple times over and over again, Jesus says, I will never leave you or forsake you. This loving God in human flesh, this highest power, has you by the hand. And friend, your grip may get weak, but God's grip grip is solid. Your resolve to be faithful to God may wane, but God's resolve is rock solid. Well, friend, that's all for today. Please mark your calendar for Sundays at 3 p.m. and join us at the new Christian Recovery Group. We'll be meeting every Sunday in person at the Traverse City Alano Club, located at 3055 Cass Road, Suite 109, just south of South Airport Road. And so, until next week, this is your host, Pastor Jim, wishing you God's richest blessing.